gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. <laughs> D-Generation X proudly presents to you tag team champions of the world. Yes, I'm very tense right now. The road dog, Jesse James. The uh-huh. badass Billy Gunn. Uh-huh. The new age outlaw. But not really because they both work for different companies right now. Yeah, like, like a month. <laughs> yeah. Like not even remotely the same company. Same night, though. You know. Like Billy Gunn, no, part no, of that introduction, he could be real, he could be uncensored now in a company he in. Yeah. But Trips ain't gonna let Bro Dog go back. That's why he brought him right down at NXT. Yeah, yep. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people, peeps, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. I am your boy, Logan the Machine, aka Old Man Logan, brought to you together with my boys. Host over there with the mostest, and he got proper 12 in his cup right now. Whiskey Sour Kenny. I, I'm honestly thinking about changing my handle to Craft Beer Poppy. Oh, gosh. Here we go. <laughs> we, we've, been, we've been doing good with Whiskey Sour, man. Now, now you're going to change up like Big Show. Be, be changing heel and face. Like, yeah. Hey, don't do for that. No reason. I mean, well, it's random. For, where, for evolution no comes in, where evolution comes in play, Big Show's heel and face turns have nothing to do with that. <laughs> All right, that brother voice, that other voice you just heard right there, the Mr. King in the black robe, Will Jameson. What's good with you? I had to do the uh, Randy Orton pose real quick with this Hennessy in my hand, just to, uh, so y'all understand. Mm. Mm. Good evening. <laughs> just so y'all know, evolution is not a mystery. It's not. Also on the line, my boy, Joe Willie. A.K.A. Joe the Yo, it's your boy, A.K.A. Joe Freeline, A.K.A. Joe Willie, A.K.A. I am the champ, and I am a fan of me. Oh, let's go, baby. We're out here in the High Tech Podcast. Got blood in my cup, feeling right about to get into these topics, bro. Let's do this shit. Yes, sir. All right. And this is our Money in the Bank predictions episode. Dum, dum, dum. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so... Fellas, 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 the wrestling week, as far as it has been thus far in WWE, we have had both Raw and NXT. What are your thoughts? Some highlights from Raw real quick and some highlights from NXT real quick and you guys' opinions. Um, I do like what they're doing. The Charlotte attempt. I wanted to point that out. A match with her and Eos Charlotte pretty cool. I hate how it ended, but I kind of had a feeling it would end that way. Um, other than that, I thought it was cool that Johnny Gargano and um, Dominic Dajakovic had to get a chance to go one-on-one with each other. I just hate that it happened so late. Like, we should have seen that a long time ago. Um, that's all. Those, those are really my particular points by NXT. And as far as Raw is concerned, I like, I like and hate that they have Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre having a program together. And the only reason that I say that is because didn't Kevin Owens get the upper, the upper hand on Rollins at WrestleMania? This is true. Uh, KO apparently has an ankle injury or something. He had injured during that match. Yeah. So they don't know how clear well, it is. I guess they got to do what they got to do. Yeah. It's better than making Owens heal just to go against McIntyre because they'll do that in a heartbeat. They'll big show Kevin Owens too. 
he can play both roles real good and they'll definitely pull it. So I guess it makes sense. Um, Street Profits. Now, if you follow them on Instagram, you've seen Montez Ford talk all that stuff towards uh, the Viking Raiders just in the lose way they did on Monday. So that was funny, personally. But other than that, um, everything with Raw was pretty much as like on the level as far as what you would think would happen uh, for right now with everything that's happening. Because like, if I had to have any idea of what tomorrow would be like on SmackDown, we're going to get a good idea who's all going to be in the Money in the Bank match from SmackDown's brand. And they're going to highlight some stuff with Braun Strowman, and we're going to get more Otis and Dolph. That's that's SmackDown right now. Yeah. As the world turns. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, the, it could be worse. You could be getting the modern-day Maharaja. Oh, God. Oh, oh, I'm going to say this in plain English. Fuck that. We could be getting that because rumors had the modern-day Maharaja versus Drew McIntyre as his first program as champion initially. Trying to kill him as a champion like they did DB? Yeah. Man, look, they already fired Hugh Slater. If they would have did that shit, no. No. I mean, but, you know, Heath was the last one in 3MB that had to be fired. It's only so he could get rehired in a couple of years. He's got kids. He does. He's got kids, you know. One thing you did leave out, uh, before I, I do bring that up, uh, KG, Joe, y'all got anything that you want to bring up uh, from NXT or Raw that stood out to uh, you? That entrance for Karrion Cross. Hey. Yeah. Sweet Lord. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. Yes. Mm. I, I, very, very, very dramatic entrance. Very dramatic, eerie. The whole black and white picture. I'm like, all right, well, definitely something new. Yeah. And not, not to cut you off, brother. I feel like, I feel like everybody with a good ass entrance. I feel like Triple H had his hand the dope ass, like Alistair entrance. Uh, probably top five, top, top five entrances in NXT were Alistair's entrance, uh, the Demon entrance Finn Balor. Uh, uh, I'm missing one. Shinsuke, maybe. You said top three. Top, yeah, top three, probably top three. Shinsuke is one. Killer, Killer Cross is like four. Right, right in that like thick of things, whatever. But like, I could tell Triple H has ain't no pyro. It's smoke. It's lights. That's it, bro. Like, ain't no, ain't no big boom. It's a dope ass interest with intensity and all type of just lights and colors. And I give beautiful. I give Velveteen the nod for the fifth one. If I was give somebody else in there. You talking yeah. about you y'all talking about NXT all time? I'm talking NXT all time. Y'all mm. so y'all miss Bobby Roode how? Wow. The glory? Well, no. to be fair, this was Joe's list. Okay. I'm not I, I won't put Glorious on my well I had on here four, so I can put I on would. Have you seen how they used to do him on takeovers when he was champ? Yeah, they brought the choir out in Toronto. They brought the choir, they had a the piano a stage piano. Yeah. He he got bought out to bitches. <laughs> yeah, he had a whole court. What was it better than the Tyler Breeze model interest at TakeOver? Yes. Was, that, was it better? Yes, it okay. was. Mm. It was. They had the smoke, they had the piano, and all his bitches locked arm in arm with him to the ring, to that song, while the crowd sang with him, and he was a heel. 
So fun fact. But we, too. But we, we still sing. I think I think everyone still sings the the Shinsuke theme. Even though I still changed. sing both those songs, no matter what where they at and what's going on. No. I just need them to bring the old one back though. Oh man, because it's fire. You like the old yeah. version better? Yeah. Yeah, yes. man. That rap, the rap, number one, the rap, uh, the the rap is dope or whatever. But it I is, feel like but... it's it's overkill. Like it, it just doesn't have the same type of intensity or energy you know, as the original. See, I'm going to tell y'all why y'all feel like that, right? Real quick. I'm going to tell y'all why y'all feel like that. Because to me, this version is good for Hio Shinsuke. The problem is Hio Shinsuke. They dropped the ball on Hio Shinsuke. If it was came out to be what it was supposed to be, because remember, Face, Face Shinsuke won the Royal Rumble and every fucking thing. And that's not the same type of success that's translating where he Shinsuke, he gets in a continental title and then they put him on pre-shows and damn near don't even have him on TV. So it's not his fault that it's not translating right. It's mm. WWE's fault. Mm. As usual. Like with everything else, but I, I don't have a problem. See, Shinsuke Nakamura is like, he's one of those few people that you got to go out to way to fuck up because he's actually as good as, he can carry himself good because of what his character is. He is, he's this high-ass Japanese dude. That's That's how I feel. He, um, I feel like with Shinsuke Nakamura, Shinsuke Nakamura will always be somebody that Shinsuke is like a, a timeless, like a timeless dude that we'll probably always remember for our generation. Like we'll be like, yo, we fuck with Shinsuke Nakamura. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like the matches with him and Joe, mm. uh, the, the first match with him and AJ was dope too. Yeah. Uh, with him and Sammy when he first got there. Oh no, yeah, bro, no. Sammy when he dropped the belt to Rude, um, those matches with Joe, yeah, um, his match with Balor, oh, that was good. That was good too. Yeah, yeah. Even then, they changed the theme because I just felt like they didn't want people singing along anymore. And so obviously, the rapping kind of drowns out the people humming the theme along with it. So and WWE got to start tweaking. I learned them damn lyrics in Japanese and sing that shit too. Right. <laughs> whatever, whatever, Okoruka or means, I will sing that. You understand me? <laughs> right. Hit MVP up, like, bro, you wrestled in Japan. You know what this shit means? Translate. <laughs> but it's one big name you guys did not bring up from this week that came back from the boneyard, and that was the phenomenal one. AJ style. He could have at least change his look up. Why he still come back with the soccer mom, dude? He could have. Yeah, man. Today. Like <laughs> after you go through shit like a, like getting buried, you should come back a little different. That hasn't Kane showed us anything. Oh shit. Hey, they don't want none, man. I hate y'all. Like I'm scared, but still, you don't really. I mean, want can none. we can, like, can we get DMX to like play him out to the ring? Hell no. <laughs> he gonna get lost in what he doing live, and Ben's gonna be pissed off. Yeah. Damn it! Cut his oh, mic. We ain't got time for that. Are you kidding me? You know, you know, he's <laughs> such good shit. It's such good shit. He gonna be rapping and then go, "Hey, yo, Jay Z, we got time to go on Instagram." Like, no. We we are not gonna go down that rabbit hole. Do we that. just wanted to highlight a couple of things from the And that was it. Monday Night Raw. That was awesome. Because sorry. such good such good shit will bring us down the rabbit hole all over again. Such good shit. Put it off. Such good shit. 
I don't got time for Meek Mahan, Meek Mahan man. I just don't. Dope. No, but uh, right, so. it made sense to bring AJ back in that role, obviously. Honest, but honestly, I thought Andrade was going to win Money to Bank this year before they even announced the competitors, and he's not even in the match. So, <laughs> there was my yeah, plot twist. Hey, when you when you when you both of your guys get cut, you know, you got to go ahead and and, and give him a briefcase. Got to make AJ happy. You got to make AJ happy. Hey, let's talk about something else though. They they basically. Chris Benoit, Roman Reigns. What the fuck is that? Um, did you see the video package when they were doing the Money in the Bank cash-ins? Yeah, I saw that, and they, they for the first Roman time, out. they edited Roman out. They edited Roman out to make it seem like Seth B. Brock for the title to yeah. be cashed in. Number one, we all know what really happened. Number two, Roman is alive and well, and he didn't kill nobody. He at home. Right. So we. So this is when Vince Vince. Vince's pettiness is literally showing right now. So what's going to happen when they show Kyle O'Reilly in video packages? Is it going to be Bobby Fish and Roddy winning the titles by themselves? Which is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly is the charismatic one in the fucking era. That's, yeah, not, nah, he, that's not Adam Cole. Yeah, no, nah, he's right. probably my favorite one, honestly. At he least he's my least, favorite one. At least he's the he's Go ahead, personality. Bro. He's the personality, bro. Like He's legit the personality of that group. He is. Like, Adam Cole, Adam Cole's the face, yeah, but he's the personality that fucking dude. Yeah. Peter Dune and what do you get to call him, Matthew Riddell? Like Roddy's the Roddy's the wrestler, and Bobby Fish is. First of all, let me let me say this: Bobby Fish is great. Okay, yeah. I like dude. But I just got one thing for you. What's that? How much fish can Bobby Fish fry? If Bobby Fish could fry enough, <laughs> enough to pull that damn mustache. <laughs> he looks like some. I swear, he looks like some old gangster, like gangster villain, basically. He looks like Al Capone, um, homie. Like <laughs> he got a cock eye and a, and a, and a curved mustache. And All it's, he is cigar. Literally, I'm just proud I, I was able to pull that off that time because I get tongue tied every time I try to. Do it. It's cool. You did that shit in one take. Good job. Good job, bro. Hey, good, hey, I'm getting good at this. All right bro. now. In <laughs> one take. <laughs> All right, uh, before we go ahead, let KG do his thing with the Money in the Bank uh, match lineup. Just want to shout out our WCW of the week, Miss Maya Yim. Mia. Of Mia Yim. She black. She'll correct your ass. She heard you do that. Why you acting like a Mia? All Mia. Facts. That's why I did it. That's why I did it like that. <laughs> hey, Mia. Hey, I just want to say if Mia ever hit this, no disrespect to Keith Lee, I'm black too. And I will bask in your glory, you understand me? Like, uh, bask in me you know, like, to his theme song in the background. I don't give a fuck. He getting the best, he's only getting the best of the worlds. He getting fried chicken and fried rice, you know. Man, I said, Mia must have a thing for the thick brothers because you see the dog, she got the big bulldog, and she got Keith Lee. So I said, It's a shot for old man Logan, you know. You, you, you do have a chance. I do. I legit have a chance, and I got more charisma than Keith Lee. That's just yeah. Honest. Keith just got a he got Keith got swagger. He just kind of jumped. He just you he know got swag, but the but the X the it factor like Bobby. Oh man, no man. Come on, Keith. Come on, Keith. Yeah, he need a little more a little more edge, and you know it's cool and all, but me I need a thug. Boy, where you at? How you doing? It's just Chicago. You know, get, get, <laughs> like, like, like like come to the dark side. But, uh, yeah, so you know, just wanted to go ahead and just shout her definitely, out. You definitely. know, WCW of the week. 
Y'all can always check out our WCWs on Instagram at Hot Take Wrestling. All right. Very tasteful. Very tasteful. Very tasteful. We was going to get very ruthless aggression and we couldn't. So y'all thank Joe for that. Okay. Joe's keeping us in line. You're welcome. I appreciate your maturity, Joe. You're welcome. And I'm going to cue the Sandow take in five, four, three, two. You're welcome. There it is. There it is right there. KG, uh, crab beer poppy, if you will, my friend. All right. All right. So we got the Money in the Bank pay-per-view coming up this Sunday on the WWE Network. Yep. Actually, a, kind of a short card compared to most pay-per-views. Uh, we got six matches on that card. So SmackDown Women's title match is going down. Tamina Snuka somehow. I think they're are they calling her Snuka again, or is she just going Tamina? Because you know people it's lose. Just it's just Tamina. Okay, yeah. Yeah. just Tamina. Okay, because people are losing first names, last names, and getting them back. Charlotte's like, <laughs> I mean, Charlotte gained hers back. You know, they, they want you to realize she's a flair. Yeah, put some respect on her name anyway. Don't know why Tamina's getting a singles match for the women's championship in 2020. Because there's no crowd to tell her she can't wrestle. There you go. <laughs> That's a perfect transition. Will, who do you got between this, uh, Tamina or Bailey? Bailey, man. I think they're using, because you got to think about it. They're using Tamina like they making her strong during the feud so that if Bailey beats her, it looks legit. That's why she's been kicking her and Sasha Banks' ass the way she have. But at the same time, Let's be real, man. Samina has a in prime time matches when she's been in them before. She's either hurt herself or hurt somebody. So I don't see that going any different. I just don't. I'm sorry. I, now I want good for Tamina, but I think Tamina's like championship prime days are behind her. Like at this point, she's like the Alicia Fox of the women's division, veteran wise. Mm. And them just giving her a title feels like consolation for her being there for so long. I don't see her winning that shit. <laughs> Joe, you got? Uh, I am going to go with Bailey, but I think, honestly, I think they're putting Tamina in there right now in terms of just making her a staple in it because... We know what it's going. Yeah, like, they have nothing else for her. Like, like... I agree with her in the sense that they are using her like Alicia Fox, but Alicia Fox got some ghosts still. But to mm-hmm. me, both her ACLs are torn, so she like hobbling to the ring a little bit. She not like it's not like she was when she was like uh, basically a ballet for uh, the Usos. Usos and uh, what's her name? God, dang, I can't remember her name. AJ. Uh, uh, AJ. AJ Lee. Yeah. It's not like what she was doing, like doing that. Like that's not the same thing, because like then she was like fluid. She was like you know going through ropes. You know what I'm saying, planches and all type of stuff. But it's not the same thing. But right, they don't have anything else. Like they don't have it. They, they no one wants to see her wrestle uh, Lacey Lacey Evans again. No one wants Hell to no. see her. Um, so I, I don't want to see her wrestle Sasha. I've seen her before. I don't. I don't see it. Um, that's all they got, bro. I'm, I'm going with Bailey, but it'll be by a lot, and it'll be probably like 15 minutes to be quick. Mm-hmm. That's saying a lot, given it 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, uh, 20 minutes. I'm sorry. 20 minutes? 20? I, no, hell no. Bro, I, I don't I, agree on that, because we got three moves. Yeah, no. I'm thinking 10. Top. She got, Seven. She got the head, but different. She got a head, but a super kick and a splash. Yeah. And no. the Samoan drop. All of them do that shit. 
That's yeah. It's a given. Yeah. It's a rite of passage. Rite of passage. <laughs> Tim, you, I mean, I know who you might be pulling for. You know that. That's uh. I mean, you know, that's 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 Samoan Bay, but you know, uh, she not getting this title. Like, it's, it's not happening. <laughs> like, I'm I'm not gonna fool myself. I, you know, this probably is a constellation prize. You know, every time it, that first pay, is this the first or the second pay per view? This second pay per view after WrestleMania, or the first. First, this the first one. So the first one after Mania normally kind of sucks. I, I, you know, it's throwaway matches. Who's clamoring for Bailey and Tamina? Like, how did we get here? Circumstance. You know, uh, Naomi was doing pretty good. Her comeback, you know, she was, you know, she had traction and, you know, she's not in the match. Uh, I I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I said it before. I'll say it again. Bailey's run as champion to me has been very forgetful. She's the forgotten champion. It's not her fault. No, not saying it's her fault at all. Just saying the way they're booking her. You talking about the forgotten sons? They already had the forgotten champion on SmackDown, and you're gonna put the five forgotten sons too? Yeah, shit. But uh, Bailey for the W. Ten minutes. Thank you, Tamina. But. I see you being a coach real soon down the line. You know what this reminds me of, honestly? You know how Big Show was randomly getting those WWE Championship matches like every year between like 2013 and like 2016? He fought Mark Henry. He fought Daniel Bryan and other and Sheamus for the belt. And you're like, how the hell did this even happen? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. When Big Show fought yeah. Randy Orton in the main event of yeah. Survivor Series, yeah. and you're like, how the fuck did this happen? <laughs> happen. Why did we allow that? Kane too? I have no idea. Kane, yeah. Kane, what the hell? Kane was in the main event against DB. They like were sabotaging DB's WWE Championship run before DB right. had a chance to start. Like, who the hell is clamoring for Kane in the main event of a pay per view? No one. Not in 2014. I'll tell you that yeah, much. No. And you had, and that was the funny thing. You got you got DB running from Kane. Oh, even though he just had a triple threat match where both Randy Orton. And Batista mollywopped him the entire fucking match until like the last five minutes. Yeah. He beat all evolution that night, except for Rick. It, yeah, so it just like, <laughs> Rick wasn't going, was. that's why. But we get to Kane, and yeah, we're running from the, the, the face choke. Off topic, but talk about a dream match. It's just obviously that was never a possibility. Well, yeah, no, it never was a possibility. At least not like primary player in DB, because DB was too young then. Yeah. Yeah, but um, no, I, I got to go with Bailey too. I just I can't see Tamina winning unless the Money of the Bank winner is on the SmackDown side and cashes in. But that's the only way I see that happening. I, I Tamina touching the title in twenty twenty just makes no sense. Like Tamina's time to touch the strap was probably when she first debuted with the Usos. Like around she that. had one title match. I'm trying to remember who did she face. I mean, she's hell, and that was probably yeah. the one time she made, she should have touched it. I'm trying to remember who was champion at the time, though. I think it was still the Divas Championship, too, at the time. But I, I can't remember. The butterfly honestly. Strap? Yeah, I think it was the Butterfly. Yeah. I can't remember who was champion, though. What a trash. But that was like the only time I thought she should have she should have legit won. Mm-hmm. I think Tony could have got a Divas title. That time has passed. Hell, they could have made yeah. her turn against AJ. 
and then made it into yeah. something. But that was like I said, literally Tamina's Tamina's time where she could even snuck in a, a women's championship run of any kind. Literally passed six, seven years ago. But they had some badass women, and you know, you know what they fucked up at? Hmm. They could have left Tamina with Nia Jax. I mean, yeah. Right. No, they're they're pretty much the same person. For forewarning, forewarning for those that do not know for the show, <laughs> not all of us are pro Nia Jax, <laughs> Whisker Sour Kitty, uh, on this on this podcast. I I I am a fan of how beautiful Nia Jax is. I think she's a beautiful, beautiful person. But if you're asking me if she can wrestle. That is not my business. I don't make decisions. <laughs> I didn't give her the job, guys. You know, I didn't hire her. Hey, you know, can she hoop? Hell yeah, she can hoop. Her stats, her college stats, she averages double-double. She kicked ass, she can hoop. Goddamn right. Can she wrestle? Again. That ain't up to me, big dog. I don't make decisions. You know what I'm saying? I'm- hey, I look at I look at Nia Jax. Since, you know, the last stand has been going on, the Michael Jordan documentary. Nia Jax on her own is the bad boy Pistons joke. <laughs> no, that is. Uh, and on and on that note, it's <laughs> mm, mm. so bad, but I'm not going to. Nia Jax makes the belts when it's like Kenny Omega. Shit, shit. All right, <laughs> moving on. Next match. Moving on. Editing that out. Editing that out. <laughs> Please don't take Please us Lord. to the chat. Next, next match. Shit. Next match. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like my blood for that. Y'all just tweeting on me. That one. Holy snakey. It's still working. Holy snakey. Oh, man. I'm going to get on my Jim Cornette in a minute. Don't do that. <laughs> man. <laughs> no, but uh, it was one last point I was going to make about the women's title match. I'm trying to remember. Oh, no. Just about like the, the Diva Championship in terms of Tamina getting that opportunity. I just feel like yeah. that title design too. When we can get to the next match after, it just was bad considering some like the badass women they had. Like you had Best Phoenix, you had Natalia, you had Tamina, and it's like they don't need to be carrying around no butterfly championship, right? <laughs> like it looks like something straight out of like reality TV type thing or something like that, where it's like a fake show or something. So Man, I, they had that's that, that was that was for money. They wanted to sell that um title to the girls. Basically, yeah. yeah. It sums it up. Yeah. Oh man. So on the other side of SmackDown, we got a fatal four way. Forgotten Sons, Lucha House Party, John Morrison, the Miz versus Big E and Kofi Kingston. Tim, who you got? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> People at home. <laughs> That's probably the funniest. Oh, let's see, man. Uh, you know, hashtag free Kofi, man. Like shit. Uh, I, I I really feel like they've put these titles on New Day to make a new tag team look strong, as they did with the revival when they came up. So I think it's uh you know the same deal here. I don't know if you put them on the Forgotten Sons this quick. As far know. as I remember, they didn't touch the NXT tag titles. No. So them, yeah. So them coming up and getting the SmackDown titles instantly would be crazy. But I do feel like this is a moment where 
Miz and Morrison may regain the titles. So I think I am going to pick Miz and Morrison to regain the tag team straps. Hey, hey, hi-ho, let's go. All right. Well, who you picking? So I almost, I almost feel like it's a toss up between two teams, and I'm gonna say why. And I'm gonna be real quick about it. It's either gonna be they're giving the belts back to Miz and Morrison because New Day is the type of team where you can put the belts on them and they lose it real quick and it doesn't hurt them. And if they really wanted to like push forward to have like Miz and Morrison as champs by SummerSlam which makes sense to me in a way. I can see them doing that. But on the flip side, that's the same reason that I can see New Day keeping the belts to begin with because you got to have a solid team in that tag division to hold on to and build a few for a good match at SummerSlam because realistically, after WrestleMania, all the build from here going forward is for like what's coming towards SummerSlam. But everything in between got to make sense. So it's realistically either going to be New Day or Miz and Morrison. I feel like the guy and sons are in the match so they can be exposed as a team because they just got called up for NXT. They're going to show right. out some way, but they're not going to win the match. Lucha House Party, right. I feel like them being in the match is a consolation because what really, what else is there for them to do? Honestly, they don't even have 205 Live anymore. No one in their tag team is individually in the interim cruiserweight championship um tournament they got going on so so you got to use who you have that's why it's not a triple threat it's a fatal four-way and it's not like they're bad wrestlers but just realistically we're making predictions is anybody going to pick the lucha house party no not me all right there you go joe Uh, uh Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm like that one. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, I honestly uh, do not. I, I don't. I don't. I don't see why they would put the titles on anyone else. But the new day, Lucha House Party is. Will said, like they're great wrestlers, but they. They're not like hot right now. No one's like really wanting them to really be champions. Um, I think at this point, with everything that they have going on, the new day is what's keeping the tag team championship afloat. I mean, great, John Morrison is back. But yeah, I'll be honest with you. To me, John Morrison ain't been cold since he was at Lucha Underground. That's when he was. Johnny Mundo was cold. <laughs> Bro. But Johnny Johnny Impact was ass. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Impact was trash. Johnny Impact was trash. Yeah. Johnny, Johnny Impact was fresh off of teaching women how to wrestle and that Netflix show, bro. That's not the same one. Johnny Mundo. Woo! That boy was bad, boy. That them rivalries with Prince Puma. Uh I think uh uh Pentagon Junior. Come oh, yeah. Ray Phoenix. Oh my god. Yeah. Fire. But <laughs> Now, John John Morrison. Now you're like, man, eh, but you three years too late. You three years too late. We really don't care at this point. We just, you know. And no one wants to see the Forgotten Sons. No one like. No one is fawning for Rikes, the dude that was with uh, the other dude Murphy. Murphy. No one yeah. wants to see him. And 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 what's his name? The other one. Gunner. 
Is this Gunner? Is that his, is his name Gunner? No, Jackson Wacker is Gunner right. from yeah. TNA. Mm-hmm. No, no, we're good, bro. We're strong it's gonna be it's gonna be a no for you, dog. It's gonna be a no for me, dog. Now, uh, well, see, they pinned New Day on SmackDown. The Forgotten Sons did, so that was last Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Lucha House Party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to make them look good, yeah. so it makes sense to be in the match. Exactly, you got to make them look like a threat. Uh, Lucha House Party just randomly threw them in there. I don't know if it's just because for whatever reason they didn't want to do a triple threat because. That would have been the traditional way to go, though, because if you look at a triple threat, the way it's supposed to be designed is two heels and, and a baby face. In this case, you know, two heels tag teams and a baby face tag team. So it would have made New Day look like the underdogs. Now it kind of evens things out, even though we don't expect Lucha House Party to come away. Like, at the same time, you know, they're not going to be, even though they're going for the championships, you don't expect it to be like a three-on-one type thing where you could see them gang up on New Day. Because, you know, in the triple threat yeah. scenario, you could potentially see the heels form a brief alliance or something like that. Uh, it seems like they want New Day to either tie or break the all-time record set by the Dudleys in WWE for tag team title runs. They're one away from tying the Dudleys. So there will be a reason for them to drop it. I don't know if you do it that soon. Uh, Miz and Morrison obviously have a legit gripe because they didn't even lose the tag straps in a tag match. So for some weird reason, they changed the titles in a triple threat singles match. <laughs> um, I thought that was weird, but it's a little it's a little soon to take it off of New Day. I could see them doing it, though. You know what? Screw it. I'm going Miz and Morrison. <laughs> hey, hey. Ho, ho. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because you could potentially set this up to end the rivalry at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And then you got a feud right there with uh, Lucha. And that, that, I want to make that point, too. Like, I'm not ragging on Lucha, no. and I don't think you guys are either. I wasn't either. No. Just, no, they're... You know, they, they haven't been, you know, booked for us to care about them even getting a, ta- a tag team championship opportunity. So, you know, it, like you said, it looks like you're just thrusting them there because, hey, who wants to wrestle? Oh, Lucha House Party, come on, guys. Come on, come on down. In. <laughs> You're the next contestant in the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. You know, match. Who wants to be a millionaire? You, that's who. Even if you looked at it like this, they just had a triple threat match with the tag titles online at WrestleMania. They don't want to overdo triple threat tag matches. Yeah, right. they probably had to give us this extra team. Yeah, no, that's yeah, and that's and that's another aspect I didn't look at. And like I said, I'm not even mad at either because of the fact that like with their athleticism, because I remember that uh, what was it TLC was it. 2015, yeah, because New Day was still heels in. I think it was Usos, New Day, and Lucha House Party. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't Lucha House Party. It was uh, Lucha Dragon. It was Kalisto and Sankara. That was one of the more underrated ladder matches in the last... Yeah, that ladder spot was crazy. With Salida, with this, yeah. uh, Salida Del Sol on um, Jimmy Uso. No, it's actually yeah. it's, that's why the match didn't win. Yeah, that's, that's, that was a good one. That's an underrated ladder match. Another underrated ladder match is Sheldon Benjamin versus Christian for the ECW strap. That was fire, too. Oh, man. It was. So, uh, what else we got? Oh, we got the... Speaking of ladder matches, we got two Money in the Bank ladder matches, obviously. On the women's side, we got Lacey Evans, Dana Brooke, and Carmella representing SmackDown. On the Raw side, we have Shayna Baszler, Asuka, and Nia Jax. I had to do it. 
Because you did that pause. I'm sorry. I know. You know what? I'll, I'll start. And I'll try to get several as possible. Oh, God. <laughs> um, even though I loathe her as much as another competitor in the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, uh, I, th- I think I got to pick Nia Jax. It doesn't really – I mean, she has way too much momentum going in. Uh, it, it's like, does it make sense to put the briefcase on Shayna after she just came up short against Becky? What was the point of having her lose just to put the briefcase on her the next pay-per-view? It's not like she lost to Becky, you know, half a year ago or something like that. Or even, you know, at the Rumble or something like that. Like, literally a month ago, she lost to Becky. So does it make sense to put the strap or the briefcase on her? Asuka, uh, I mean, I don't trust them to book her right. At this point, they might as well just send her back to NXT. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's something's just not clicking on the main roster, quote unquote main roster, should I say. Uh, SmackDown side, none of them make sense. Like, I was honestly shocked when Dana Brooke got in there over Naomi. It's like, did they just tell Naomi to go home? Fucking and be idiots. With, yeah, like, did they just tell Naomi to go home and be with your husband because he's out for six to nine months or what? Like, or is she her too? Right. Because there's no way right. else she should have been going in that match over Naomi. Way too much momentum. I agree. Yeah. And there's not the nothing wrong with Dana Brooke, but it's like, okay, if you're gonna put her in there, either take Lacey or take uh, Carmella out, because it's like Dana Brooke actually is kind of athletic. Like, if you we could have deal without Carmella this time. Yeah. So, I think I don't know. I, I think people we we like Carmella so much because of the whole ten second dance thing, and like we we. Mm-hmm. And she could throw a nice super kick too. Let's let me point that out. Super yeah. kick party. She be she be throwing that motherfucker. Yeah, that should be fire. Shawn Michaels is rolls in his grave. He's not even dead. There you go. It's not even a knock at Carmelo. I'm talking about all the super kicks you see. Period. Like everybody in their mama has a super kick. Everybody. Or he could be an egomaniac and just be like, yeah, I did that. No, yeah. no. This is another hot take right here. All the people talking about <laughs> idolize Shawn Michaels, they all around our age. How do y'all idolize Shawn Michaels when the dude's back was broken by the time we grew up watching wrestling? <laughs> I'm just saying. That, that means you have to be watching Shawn Michaels like, like the Shawn years when it was like him versus Vader, mm-hmm. uh, him versus... Um, Diesel for a little bit, like that. Shawn Michaels. I mean, they, he had a hell of an era. If you were into wrestling as a kid at that yeah. time, I could see you saying that you're a Shawn Michaels fan because, like he said, you had not not only Vader, you had Psycho Sid, you had Vader, you had Diesel for a spell, mm-hmm. you had Bret Hart. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know else? what? Did I, did I say Razor? He, he wrestled Razor. He wrestled on Hart. He wrestled Yokozuna. He wrestled. Dude love, I think they had a, well, He wrestled Dude Love. He wrestled Mankind. Mankind. Yeah, Mankind. He wrestled The Undertaker. I don't know. He had some great matches, and I can see people idolize him. It's just one of those things. It's like I don't know if they're your around our age group. We're all different age groups within the same four or five years. It's just I can't imagine hmm. too many of them having like vivid memories because like my vivid memories of a lot of things don't happen to like. I mean, maybe there's a better. I don't know. I remember because even at. He had even had a couple with Bam Bam Bigelow. Not to cut yeah, you off, he my, my bad. Listen, yeah. he had a couple good ones with him. Yeah, Sean had, and even like, and even when he came back, he still had like that that long ass rivalry with Triple H. Every match of that of those 
was either good or great. Yeah. Like, it was like, that was good. Or it was like, oh, I was fired. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, if that's what Shawn Michaels to, I remember, I was like, bro, you don't even remember what Shawn Michaels But to play to what Kenny's saying, though, I think basically, like, whoever got you into wrestling is probably who made you a, a, a Shawn Michaels fan. Because they thought so highly yeah, of him. You I know what I'm saying? Like, because they could tell you about the timing with the Rockers and everything you probably wish, you know, about yourself. You know? You know what it is? I'm just a little bitter that KO is like the only one that shows love to Lay Champion and say that he was a Chris Jericho fan when he was a kid. Because maybe that's what it is. It's like everybody seems like they go to Shawn Michaels and like, damn, Jericho can't get no love. Like, or like even Stone Cold. Like, I mean, if you even hear they say they. That they like that was my guy Stone Cold. In a way, we were at weird. the point where the newer talent can say they looked up at, up to Chris Jericho because Chris Jericho was still kind of like in the mix with Shawn Michaels. Yeah. In a way, because you got to remember, like after injury, Shawn Michaels is a different era of the same Shawn Michaels that everybody loved. Right. I'm saying that because that's my nigga. That's my number one. Like to really appreciate and love Shawn Michaels, you got to have experienced him from. 93 to 98 oh, for real oh. I will I'm gonna put you on the spot brother because I know this about you and I know this about you very well mm-hmm. Wrestlemania you get HBK you get Eddie Guerrero mm. I'm gonna go off topic just for a second mm-hmm. you get those two guys who you going with oh. wait 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 I'm cutting you off which Eddie Guerrero is it are we talking about like mullet Eddie that was like good with everything. Or are we talking like new mullet, fresh goatee? You talking mullet, Latino heat with China Latino heat? Or are Latino we talking heat, about? I'm I'm talking I'm talking. Or the Eddie that be prime, Brock. Prime Eddie versus Prime HBK. Oh shit! Aye, my god! At Don't WrestleMania, that was Don't supposed, answer, bro. that was supposed to happen too, but Eddie passed. Oh, that would have been supposed so to be WrestleMania. But I, too. I, I just had to say that because he was he was he was giving this feeling about being an HBK yeah. guy. And since I've known him, you know, he's been an HBK guy. But I know it's a one A, one B thing with him when it comes to Eddie G. So I had to throw that out there. <laughs> See, like you, you put me in such a fucked up spot because you gave me a venue. You put me at WrestleMania with those two. Oh man. And I know how they both perform WrestleMania. Like, I immediately thought about my favorite match of all time, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker won the first one at WrestleMania 25. Shawn lost, but God damn it. And then, even, oh my goodness. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to give it to Eddie. Oh, what? You give because it to Eddie? Wrestling-wise, at WrestleMania... He would out wrestle Shawn Michaels. Oh, you're giving that? Oh my God, really? Oh, and that's why this is the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. What a hot take! Oh my God! <laughs> and you got to think about it. I was just, I, I immediately thought about what I just said about the Shawn Michaels and Undertaker match. A lot of Shawn's best performances at WrestleMania were in defeat when he lost to Austin and put Austin over. Kurt Angle when he lost to Angle. When he lost to Taker both times, like every time it made sense, but it like Sean still kind of his performance was like the factor and why the 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 win for the person was such a big deal because you had to damn near kill this man. When he lost to Cena, his only one that he came up on top was the Iron Man match, I think, against Brett. Iron Man match, and when he retired Flair, 
That's it. That's how you knew Charlotte was a pro. She was crying in. Bro. <laughs> but she was still Bro. I'm still I'm still on this shit. No, I'm, I can't let this I can't let this run. I can't let this run. But you gotta remember Eddie was at his peak different than when Sean was at his peak. We talking about yeah, Sean the hell was. We talking about a, almost a decade difference. And it's not that Sean couldn't like because Sean could still go. Like outside of Brian Danielson, who was like a better wrestler than Sean probably during that mid two thousands to like you know, maybe yeah, from like maybe yeah, mid two thousands to like late two thousands, other than D B, like who's really putting together better matches? So Sean he Sean might have been so maybe that's where Joe's coming from because Sean might have been better in his second act. I'll help y'all with my answer. Think about you get that. a lot of people that say that too about Sean. His yeah. second act was better. It was. But like like Will said, in defeat, he did always put on an awesome performance. And that's the out. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean Cena wrestled for like an hour on Raw that one time. Like, oh, my God. And he made Cena look he made Cena look like a fucking pro. Like he made Cena look amazing that night. I still remember that night. You know like, what he... too? Oh, go ahead, Joe. No, nah, bro, go ahead. You can have this I was about too. to say you know what's so crazy? As much crap as people give Cena about his five moves of doom and all that, think about how many indie guys had their best matches in WWE against Cena. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Punk, oh, yeah. DB, arguably. Um, Kevin Owens. Seth. Kevin Owens. Seth, mm-hmm. that summer in 2015. Well, um, their whole series of matches in 2015 were pretty damn good. But yeah, there's somebody else I'm forgetting. Cesaro, arguably. Well, you know yeah. that's debatable though, because I I would go, I would go that. On, remember back in the day when they were like not back in the day, but like maybe five six years ago on main event when they were having those long matches, him and Kofi for the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. That might have been his best match. It's one. It's between that and the match against Cena. Uh, yeah, a lot of those dudes. WWE, their best match. Yeah. AJ. AJ, I agree. I think, but and I think Cena tells Cena has a way when he gets in a match, he tells a really good story when he has like when he has some meat on his bones. He can always tell a really good story on it. Cause even though he had those five moves of death, like could he do the basics? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But he wasn't gonna go like through do like a plancho or he wasn't gonna do a dive. You're going to get that diving leg drop or whatever, but he can tell a story. He can make the other guy look good. Randy Orton told him to never throw a drop kick ever again. <laughs> no. And never do uh, a springboard stun ever again. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my Somebody, God. Somebody, oh, you used to hate seeing so much on message boards, right? They were like, <laughs> they were talking about those U.S. Open Challenge matches. And they were saying how basically – Outside of the ones against Cesaro, a lot of that was just like Cena kicking out of people's finishers and stuff. And they were like, you can't even give him credit for the Cesaro match. Cesaro could have a great match with a broomstick. And they were like, the broomstick could hit a more believable springboard stunner than Cena. Craziness. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how is that even possible? But uh, we went way, way off. Uh, uh, Tim, who, who do you got in the women's winning debate match? Hmm. You know what? You know, I always say believe in the swerve. And while I agree with everything you said in reference to Shayna, I also feel like that's every little reason why you put the briefcase on her. 
because you have Shayna, you give Shayna now the ability to stalk Becky for as long as she pleases mm. with that briefcase and teaser. Every time Becky's having a match, you can have Shayna just pop up out of nowhere and just show that briefcase a little bit, just jiggle it in front of her. You know, she can have, or she can do the same thing with Bailey, which she'll probably cash in on Bailey if she does get it. That's another hot take I got. But the only two people, only three people I really saw, and, and they've done this in the buildup anyway, it has been Shayna, uh, Naya, and um, Asuka in terms of who mm-hmm. everybody is probably looking to get the briefcase at the end of the match. Me personally, I'm going to go with Shayna just because I see the appeal in her having that briefcase. And I think I even said it when she did land on uh, on Raw. I said she, they should have put her on SmackDown. So I'm going to go with Shayna. And I'm thinking she either cashes in that night or maybe that following Friday on uh, Bailey. You know, I'm saying this right now. Shayna bite Becky again. I'm getting a crackhead from Austin and Madison. Go talk to her. Oh, man. All right, let me stop. Uh, <laughs> gotta edit that out, too. Just gotta edit this. It's not as bad <laughs> as the last time. No, it was ugly last so, time. Uh, Final pick, Shayna. All right. From your boy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the best pick. Uh, I'm, I pick... Uh, I'm just gonna be eyeballing this pick, uh, Dan Brooke. Uh, mm. almost, <laughs> almost, <laughs> hell. I, I almost hit my head on this wall just now. I mean, there's, 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 there's nothing else to go off of. I'm just gonna pick, I'm just gonna go ahead and be eyeball and go ahead and pick Dan Brooke. That's all we got right now. Uh, Dan Brooke, yeah, I have no reason or no rhyme. I just know. Uh, I, well, I, I, I don't want Shayna having it. Uh, I don't want Oscar having it. Uh, I damn sure well, I'm, I'm picking Oscar. Uh, mm, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go oddball. Dana Brooke. Wow. Yeah, with the little cartwheel with no hands at all. I I'm just think it's Oscar. hilarious how they've almost given away a spoiler because their preview for this upcoming Rock said Becky confronts the Money in the Bank winner. They already said the Money in the Bank winner. Can only cash in against that branch champion. So, <laughs> I mean, we already Oscar for the win. I mean, we already knew SmackDown had no chance in hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I did there? Hey, hey, what is what does Paul Heyman always say? This isn't a spoiler. This isn't a, this isn't uh, a prediction. This isn't spoiler. a prediction. <laughs> and then he'd be right. I hate that shit. <laughs> this isn't a preview. Remember that time Paul Heyman rapped on Raw? Uh, (laughs) That shit was great. Shout out to Paul Heyman. Like, for real, I love this dude. Such good shit. Yeah. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. (laughs) Like it! Will. Mm -hmm. Who's your pick again? I'm picking Oscar. (laughs) Oh. That has a lot to do with her history. She has not lost a ladder match she's been in. Oh, and she is one of those. She's one of those people that can lose momentum and then win a match like this and get back on top. That's true. She had a loss against Becky Lynch that Becky was looking for since her NXT days. This is how she can get back at her. 
This is how you rebuild Oscar. Like she was that 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 one at some point. The Kabuki Warriors was some shit to do. Yeah. This is still fucking Oscar, man. She beat Goldberg Street. It just looks bad right now. Hashtag make Oscar great again. And that'll be easy with this win. No, 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 no. I I changed my mind. Here's a hot take. Sasha gonna take somebody out. She's winning the briefcase. She's gonna take somebody out. I don't know who that could be a Dana, that could be a Dana Brooks word, because what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you got Dana Brooks could take out a bull. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, changing my, my I'm changing my pick. Uh Sasha is gonna attack Lacey or somebody on SmackDown. She's gonna take the spot. She's gonna win the briefcase. Change my mind. There we go. They gotta they gotta keep Sasha happy before she becomes all elite. Hey, Sasha's already, excuse me, Mercedes already all in. <laughs> Mercedes, I forgot her name. Mercedes is all in. Believe that. She looked like a Mercedes like that you don't want to talk to because she up with him and be like, bro. I told you. I bet I it's like Nunu on ATL. Oh, yeah. so you know, edit this out too, Joe? Or, or is this free game? No, I'm editing, <laughs> I'm editing this out. Oh, okay. Well, since we, it's just hilarious to me. How and I've said this a while ago. Sasha's definitely like one of those chicks. It's like even though you hate doing this when you get to a certain age, like just to knock her off a pedestal. She's like you probably have like hit and then like don't even pay any attention afterwards. That's true. Because she's just on this pedestal over. She's feeling herself, man. Yeah. And which is yeah, which is no, hilarious because I heard her. You know her closest friends at WWE had nothing like that. I heard. Charlotte's a sweetheart off camera. Uh, we know Bailey is. I heard Becky is too. So I don't know. So I don't right. know. It's weird that it's like maybe she's the oddball. You gotta have one. They all have one. <laughs> I think she's. I think she's a lame out of the group. Like she's. Sasha's the, the weirdo out of the group because you're a little weirdo. Think, yeah, I think she's just the weirder out of the group. It is what it is. We'll see how it goes. Oh, man. Next. All right. What else we got, KG? Was that So everybody got their picks in. Yeah. Uh, yep. Men's Money in the Bank. Uh, Baron Corbin. Ah. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Bryan and Otis on the SmackDown side of the Monday Night Raw side. Fuck. We got AJ Styles, Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black. Will, who you got? Mm. Alistair fucking yeah. black man. Alistair black, like you don't put him in this match and then he lose. Not this one. Like they they've been building him a certain way for him to have a reason to matter. This why he's in the match so he can matter now. Imagine Alistair Black stalking Drew McIntyre or Seth Rollins going into SummerSlam. Yeah. That's scary. Cause that's a match I want to see. I would have loved to see that at NXT. But now it's the main roster. I'm with this. Also, Black got it. That's why he's where he's at. He got there in, in a decent amount of time. And he's like a presence. Like, between his entrance and just the way he, like, he's quick on his feet. Like, do you see this dude? He springboard moves and shit. The knee strikes. I'm like, ugh. He's like a damn creator wrestler. <laughs> totally. Like, I really love Alistair Black. We're gonna tie him up a little bit. We're gonna tie him up all the way. His whole body. Get him long sleeves like a basketball player and a wrestler. 
yep. and his boots gonna match everything gonna be black and i'm about undertaker entrance and i'm gonna get to the ring quicker than him right like that's that's the whole thing with fire and smoking shit like that's alistair black <laughs> <laughs> I with this, I with the shit. I like that. Oh man, I first. I was a black was everybody's first dark creator wrestling. Yeah, he was because you wanted. They didn't have dreads yet, so you had to put like long hair on your wrestler or whatever with a bunch of tattoos. And like I remember SmackDown was a Raw vs SmackDown for like PlayStation Two. You had to put the long yeah, hair yeah. I remember that shit. Good times. My bad. But so times. y'all know what's about to happen, right? Happen, after they fight their way up the corporate to the corporate ladder, I, you know, Otis is gonna be on the top of the ladder, looking like about to- oh yeah, oh yeah, Tuck it. Oh, yeah. Look that. Tuck it. Like, what's wrong with him? Um, Mandy's gonna turn on him. She's gonna push him off the ladder. Dolph gonna sneak in and steal the briefcase. Nah, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It would actually work. This was 2012, and Dolph was actually out there, you know, putting in work. Now Dolph's just going through the motions at this point. Um, but anyway, unfortunately, me and Tim were talking, and uh, well, this isn't unfortunate, but we were saying like how you know they possibly got to keep AJ happy, you know, after they clipped his boys. So mm. that's a po- yeah. that's a possibility. But I'm dreading my pick. It's just based on what they're doing. They're picking Baron Corbin. Fuck. <laughs> only because... A night full of hot takes right here. I don't even think that's a hot take. You see how they push that man? And very true. And I, if he gets the briefcase this time, he's probably going to successfully cash. I can't see them giving him the briefcase twice just to squander it twice. I just... With Alistair, I just can't see with that gimmick him walking around with a briefcase. I can. He gonna sit in that damn room with the briefcase waiting. <laughs> so is he gonna? So he's, he's gonna, gonna have the briefcase on the floor next to him. He's gonna be clutching it as he as he <laughs> rises out. As he talking shit. <laughs> no, it's yeah. about during his entrance when he comes up from the casket. No, you ain't gonna see that shit till he cash it in. <laughs> it's gonna stay in that room. <laughs> It's gonna be the old school money in the bank uh briefcase. With fire Black. stickers on it and shit. <laughs> it's gonna have like spikes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit gonna be with fire. the words we will never be equal on it from his theme song. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this is off topic, but I, I do like the how they haven't acknowledged that him and Zelina are married off camera. Cause like I I don't need that right now. Like we don't we probably don't need it for at least a year or two to that he if ever acknowledged. I just thought it was pretty funny when she was confronting him when he was fighting Austin Theory. <laughs> Arresting Austin Theory. Said, you don't fight fair. <laughs> Selena's been on one. She's probably been like my favorite non-wrestling. Even though she can wrestle. You talked about that before. But like primarily she's a non-wrestler. She's probably my favorite non-wrestling personality right now. She's she's kind of taking over Paul Heyman in terms of who's uh, at least in WWE. I can't speak for Lucha or... Zelina Vega reminds me of Sensational Sherry. I can see that. In terms of yeah. When I when I heard the S the S sound there, I thought you were gonna say sunny at first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like but I'm glad I'm glad you said sensational sound. Yeah, I was gonna say, ooh, wait, hold on, hold on. Hell no, not sunny, Jesus no. Oof. If anything, sable if it was another somewhat of a comparison, but more so sensational share. Yeah. 
All right, so Baron Corbin. But Corbin, what the fuck? I don't want to see it. <laughs> this is what I think is going to happen. Man, I think because he got the king of the ring, he ain't going to win. He can't win without help in primetime matches. What the hell are you talking about? He he going to have help again. You... His best his best solo win career-wise besides king of the ring was when he beat Angle. Clean. But it, it was it was for the purpose of you notice they've been putting Cesaro and Shinsuke with him. Since Sammy is at well, yeah, because Sammy isn't on there. Yeah. There you go. Shit. You're right. <laughs> they keep random. One. He got Cesaro helping they him. Randomly he have, they have the most random people help this dude too. You remember the revival helped him? They did. Before they Prediction were, over. Before that's they that's the, the winner. Cash yeah, but they definitely they somewhere else. They they all in. They all in. That that probably was the 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 um nail in the coffin right there. We're gonna help who? <laughs> no, they're nailing the coffins. Did you see on Twitter they had them what they were their gimmicks were supposed to be? We're doing what now and the what now? Yeah, no, they had them supposedly like supposedly dressing up in a comedy gimmick. And like that was a legit thing. They showed like the outfits they were supposed to be wearing. Uh yeah. Dash Wilder had like a chain around his neck. Yeah, no, nah, it was it was bad. The, the photos leaked. Yeah, apparently, it was because yeah. it's, it's just such good shit, you know. <laughs> I can't wait to read Vince's book about the XFL, especially Chapter Eleven. Rest in peace. <laughs> oh, can I can I get my PKG? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> First and foremost. Hashtag make Apollo Crew You know what I'm saying? Uh I don't know. Is is the is the injury no, he's legit? To turn heel. Okay. They're saying they um, might put him with was uh, really... a little stable they have going. Nice. Nice. Nah, that's fire. And get Bobby Lashley too. I, I really, really was enjoying him. Uh he had that good match with Alistair Black a couple weeks ago. Then he had the good showing with Andrade uh, a couple weeks back as well. And I said, yeah, this is the Apollo we should have gotten when he got drafted a couple of years ago. But, uh, yeah, so got to say that first and foremost. Um, now, everybody knows I'm a, I'm a Baron Corbin guy, you know. Mm. <laughs> but he's not my pick. He's not my pick for the money in the bank. I, um, I, I'm going to go with – Gonna go with AJ, um, just because for one, if I'm Luke Gallows, I'm never answering the phone from WWE again. <laughs> this is what the third time he's gotten released. Uh, yeah. yeah, but so I think the way you keep AJ happy, and it's, it's a constellation prize, but at the same time, it pads AJ's stats as far as accomplishments within the WWE during his tenure there. This is just one of those things that you can just take off and you can say, hey, you know what? AJ's been a champion on Raw, been a champion on SmackDown. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He's been a Money in the Bank briefcase holder. Only thing will be left for him to do what now is uh, win the Rumble. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with AJ Styles. For the briefcase in the corporate ladder race. Does the hacker have a role in this match? This mysterious uh-huh. SmackDown hacker, does he have a role in this match, potentially? Uh, They're supposed to reveal who it is. I, I'm pretty sure it's Ali. 
I think they I think it is Ali as well. But I don't know if he has a role in this particular match. Maybe because he interfered with the Tucky, yeah, with Tucker, uh, with the oldest thing. So maybe that's what. Well, we'll they've also hinted at. Uh, they said something about keep your friends close, your enemies closer. They showed like all the tag teams. They they hinted at Biggie and Kofi turning on each other. They, Tucky is going to turn on Otis. I was actually thinking that, and Mandy Mandy will end up with him or something. Some crazy. Joe didn't get his pick in, did you, Joe? No, not yet. Joe? Uh God. Okay, so. Pause 2K for uno momento. Huh? I said pause 2K for uno I'm momento. Not 2K. Somebody is. Somebody's playing 2K. I'm not playing 2K. That must be senior will. Yeah. But can but continue. Uh at this point, um so basically. It's one of three people. He, they have to keep AJ happy, but he's already been champ. So does he want to be champion again this time? No, I don't think so. Uh, they have to push Cor- uh, Corbin to make him legit again. But do you really want him to be two-time money in the bank with him? Hell no, because he fucked it up last time. We're not doing that. Um, at this point, it might be Alistair Black's time. My only problem with that is, is are you going to do a program with Black and uh, uh, Drew McIntyre because who's the heel? Who's the face? Who's the heel? Are you making Drew the face and then kind of making him like the badass face and making Alistair the heel with like all types of evil intentions and like coming out of nowhere? Because Alistair honestly is a badass without that shit. Like you don't even need to put that shit on him in the first place. Yep. Like you don't need to put that shit on him in the first place. And, and in any shape, fashion, or form. He's a badass. And McIntyre mm-hmm. has done such good work. Even if you put him as a heel, he's still going to be cheered. Like, he's a, it's, a, it's a good win either way. The problem is, is that with Alistair and McIntyre, that is a match for wrestling fans. Like, that is a match for those who like watching wrestling. The entertainment factor where it's like something where like people who like didn't know anything about wrestling when they watch that match, probably because it's Two dudes that are, you know, pretty badasses. I don't know. I am going to say that it's probably going to be um, Alistair. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it'll probably be Alistair. Uh, I would not be surprised, however, if it is AJ. Mm. I'm sticking with Baron Corbin only because, too, you know, I, Raw's won it the last two years. So it's time for yeah. SmackDown to get some love, you know. Braun won it. Braun won it in yeah. 2018. Brock won it last year. <laughs> I think I at least said it's the most wrestling Brock get like all year when he climbed the ladder. <laughs> but that could work. And and as you go into the next match, if you're going into the Universal Title match, I'll say why. Let me in. If you're going with, uh, yeah, because if we're going, I mean, that's what's left, right? The, the championship yep, match. Yep, only two. It is a six-match card. Yeah, so okay. Braun Strowman's defending against his former leader of the Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt. Joe, who you picking? This is the dumbest match for the, <laughs> fucking, the fucking championship. It's stupid. It don't make any sense. Like, <laughs> if Bray wins, 
you just start the title cycle back over for him, but it's like you gave Braun nothing. You, you gave him nothing. Like you gave him nothing. If Braun wins, you're lowering base standard. Like you're lowering, you're lowering, you're lowering the whole process of the thing. Like what I hope happens is it's a disqualification and they fuck each other up and they can't like 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 they really like really fuck each other up that way. It's like a last man standing or some other shit like that in the future. Hopefully, I don't know. I'll say it's going to be a DQ. It's going to be a disqualification, and you're not going to get a winner because it's stupid. It doesn't make sense either way. Hopefully. Well. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look, I'm going with The Fiend, and that mainly has to be because, honestly, like, Braun Strowman being champion was kind of like because of circumstance. Like, it really wasn't his time to begin with, so you can easily see them giving the belt back to The Fiend when it wasn't supposed to be off him in the first place. Because Goldberg was just, I don't, I still don't know what the fuck that was. Um, what what was that? What what would Roman Reigns <laughs> gain from beating Goldberg at fifty, whatever the fuck, how old he is? I have a headache now. Like why? <laughs> and this, I mean, I mean, and this, y'all know what we said in the last Even from a business standpoint, it doesn't make any sense. Like that's like trying to force Sting and uh, Undertaker on us. I would have loved to have seen that match at least ten years ago. <laughs> Not even as a business thing, though. I think it was only it was the business of softening the response Roman would have got because we all know. If you put Roman versus Fiend at WrestleMania, if in theory, if we got crowds, this COVID thing never happens. We know where that's going at the end of the one, two, three. Fiend. No, that would have been Roman. Fuck bullshit. <laughs> no, it would have been. It would have been Roman. They were. They've been Roman. Unfortunately, and the fans would have went horseshit. Like it would have been trash. So, in order to soften that and not have. Roman get booed out of the building like he did last time when he won that Rumble. Let's put this on Goldberg. Goldberg does the job. Boom, bow, surprise. You know what's crazy, too, though? Mm. Every time Roman was in the main event, it was in some part-timing, too. It was four years in a row in WrestleMania, so... Yeah. It's like, do they even really believe in Roman? You gotta keep using part-timers against them. (laughs) Come on. I mean... You're gonna get another part timer next year, probably. Yeah. No. I mean, who though? If they were not a part timer now. Yeah. Uh, that guy. No, nah, I think he's all in too. Yo, if he, Vince, <laughs> like, that's gonna be Vince's heart attack for real. I wouldn't be surprised if Rock pops up on AEW just to show he has the juice to do it. I, I, I just. I, I, you know, because he he's talk he talks so highly about AEW when he does bring up wrestling on his his social media. I can see it happening. And and who Vince Vince is going to tell Rock he can't go to AEW? Fuck out of here! <laughs> Rock got tequila to sell, baby. I'm coming on both shows. Exactly. As if the Rock ever care. He he do he do what the hell he want to venture. Go, all right, man. Come on, do it. I'm, I'm here. I mean, come on. The only I will say this though, there's nobody really in WWE that I want to see trade promos in wrestle rod. So in in that sense, though, in AEW, they got a couple people I wouldn't mind seeing them trade promos with in wrestle. Let's have y'all. 
Yo, the champion, uh, Moxley, Moxley, MJF. Yeah. Oh. And Tony Khan has the the wallet to make it possible. I'm just saying. I mean, the Rock Tony Florida just boy just too. He might just do it on on principle. He would just he would just walk in there and it would mm-hmm. be like some weird ass rock music that he would come out to, and then it would be like. That's the rock, or be like some. <laughs> it'll be something they can't. Is something they can't say or something weird. Nah, gonna... nah, that was that was seen as real emotions coming out for real. He, he told you the fiend, not the right, future. Oh, y'all right. have a job for the fiend. That's <laughs> 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 it gonna be all elite. <laughs> or in in this oh, in this man. era in this particular world we living in right now, who knows. Vince may let Rock go on that AEW was, with his licensed music. That'd be bananas. I forget. Yeah, that'd that be was bananas. I'd be like, "Are you serious?" He could. You want to massage? You talk about massaging your connections? Hey, yeah, I'm absolutely gonna let Rock go on AEW on a competitor's brand television show with my <laughs> music that they're gonna have to pay me for. For playing it anyway. Nah, nah Jericho with the remix. Jericho out there making banks for his music. His, <laughs> yeah. his, I his, his songs that he keeps going coming out to was like one of the highest streams for like a week, week and a half, or whatever. Yeah, Judas. Yeah, yeah nah, it's it's pretty catchy. Fozzie, baby, come on. Yeah, from uh, his group Fozzie. <laughs> yeah, Jericho's getting money three different ways. Mm-hmm. You know what's so. crazy to be? Definitely, obviously, she doesn't have the wrestling ability as, as Bailey. There's a young lady, Dr. Britt Baker, calling herself a role model, too. Her promos are better, though. So it's like, you could combine the two? Yeah. Yeah. Because she's been, she's been on one. Yeah. You know what? But we said we wasn't gonna bring up AEW. We doing too much. No, no, no. Let's finish. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such good. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. It's such good this shit. Man. I'm sorry. Oh man. Sorry, sorry, Vince. Sorry, oh, Vince. Oh man. <laughs> no, so I think. Uh... All right, who, who hasn't picked there? I mean, I, I don't think I made a pick prediction. Who's gonna win this? Uh, I said Joe said a DQ. Will Drake the fiend. Uh. So they just put the title on Braun. See, like, this is a feud that doesn't need a title in the first place. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, the story definitely needs to be told. It's 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 about four years in the making, but they they've held off on it that long because I think Braun they split them up because he was left on Raw during the first brand split, and Bray went to SmackDown that first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be some type of goofy. Something's gonna happen. Like if if the SmackDown competitor wins the the ladder match, they'll probably cash in. It will be like similar to what happened with Seth, or maybe they'll yeah. cause a disqualification and then cash in or try to cash in. Because like I, it really doesn't make does it really make sense for either one of them to get pinned unless Bray doesn't come out as the fiend. I don't think he is because they've made sure within the promotions, you know. Leading up to Money in the Bank, it said Bray Wyatt versus yeah. Braun Strowman. It didn't say Braun Strowman versus Fiend. So he's he's in that Finn Balor arena now as far as 
wrestling as both guys. And I, I remember I, we were talking about this last year. I felt like they were going to start doing that with Bray. We just didn't know when. But I think they're protecting the Fiend right now where we're not going to see the Fiend Sunday, but you're going to see Bray Wyatt. Mm. But with that, that gives your money in the bank pick a little more validity because, okay, you don't have the Fiend getting pinned and uh, that character isn't around at all. So he's protected. You got Bray Wyatt, you got Braun Strowman. If Baron Corbin does get the briefcase, that's how you put the Universal Championship on Baron Corbin. You have some type of chicanery. Baron Corbin comes out there with Shinsuke and Cesaro. Yeah. Boom. Easy peasy. Yeah. We got a new that's Universal Champion. And even with that being said, like, God, I don't want him to win the championship because but to me, Baron Corbin is like, at one point, so good when he started, and I was like, okay, we just got to see what else he can do. Beat six happened. Okay, we got some work. We got some fire. And then he got up to the main roster, and I was like, oh, no. You're trash. Ah, you hit it. You hit it so good. Because even that match with Samoa Joe, I was like, okay, you know what? They're feeling each other out. They don't know any better. This is one of Joe's first match. Maybe he's not used to the style. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe, uh, uh, you know, Corbin's just not doing a good job. Then we got deeper and deeper into him. Like, ah, I like his move. I like his finisher. Love his finisher. Love his, uh, love his traditional moves. Loves them. They're good. But the more I got into it, I was like, ah, shit, he's trash. God damn it, Corbin's so trash. He just, he's so bad at it. Oh, he's just so bad. And it's just like, why would you, why do this? Like, why even bother at this point to do this? Like, what's the point? Yeah, wrestling observer yeah. been like the most overrated the last two years. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that that's the end all be all opinion type thing, but I I would kind of agree with that in terms of his position. It's like not even just his position. It's like he's not. Yeah. It doesn't. He's not clicking with anybody. Yeah. And wrestlers speak so highly of the guy. Like if you listen to other podcasts, like. Booker T or you listen to the busted open one with Mark Henry and Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer like these these wrestler the wrestlers they're super high See, on Baron Corbin for a, whatever reason I guess he's a good guy but backstage but I think it, what it is is he actually gets the reactions a hero's supposed to get and that's that's a plus but I don't think it's the reason why he's getting those reactions though because you could still be you can mm. still do some of the stuff he does and it's not like I don't even care about guys getting cheered because you can't control the fan reactions at the end of the day. Um, excuse me. Yeah, people are singing Jericho's theme, and he's easily the best heel AEW has at the moment. So it's not like right. it's just because you're getting booed doesn't mean you're doing a good job as a heel. I think right. he's vastly improved to where he first got on the main roster as far as cutting promos because he used to have these awkward pauses in between his promos. Like he, like he was forgetting his lines <laughs> or something. And Seamus wasn't there to help him. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, what's, what's my line? Dude, what's my line? <laughs> <laughs> that was great, Loki. Sorry. Oh, man. But no, so yeah, in, in that aspect, he's definitely improved. I, I can't say, I can't seriously say that that he hasn't at least on that end, but as far as in ring, it's not clicking. Like he's and he's been in there with a lot of people. 
Like if, if AJ yeah. and Seth can't get a good match out of you, then I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, the match against yeah. DB was okay, decent on uh, last Friday. I'll say that, but it wasn't mm. like mind blowing. Like I, I understand. Yeah, I don't expect him to be shitting out five star matches, obviously. But I mean, outside of that TLC match against Seth, do you can you really think of a good Baron Corbin's match that was a singles match? Mm. Mm. Um, right. Mm. It's just I don't I, I something's not clicking. For as much as people praise him, I don't I don't honestly get the praise that he gets. I mean he had a good match against Reigns in that match that ended that feud and I oh, really think that people yeah. yeah, yeah, they did that was a nice little cage match for what it was. And I really feel like people praise Baron Corbin because for the for the quality of his work, he's safe. Yeah. You don't really hear about Baron Corbin hurting anybody. And for the way he carried that match with Kurt Angle, I think that's where it all came from. He carried a match with Kurt Angle. You know, and that respect level came had from that because no one can say that. Mm. And Baron Corbin is a big guy, so for him to be able to do that, he's vastly improved. See. And that's another thing; like people are looking at his growth. People remember Baron Corbin from NXT and Baron Corbin now. They're like two entirely different wrestlers. But that whole thing too was so disrespectful because they didn't even like Kurt pick his own opponent. They were like, "Oh yeah, this, this happened. This I is think, Baron Corbin. Here you go." I, I think, but I think with that, with, with that being said, though, with like Corbin, Corbin, Corbin played in the league. He was going with a boxer. Like he, he got all. Like he got he got the goods. Like you know, he, he's an athlete, bro. Like he he's really got it. And he and he and don't get me wrong, he has improved. He's gotten a lot better. But is it better to the point where, like, maybe us as a hardcore wrestling fan were like, no. But is it better than the average fan who casually watches wrestling? Yes. Yeah, you can see that. Because you boo him, you hate his guts. He gives you a reason to hate mm-hmm. him. He talks about your city and says something catchy and weird. And boo. You get it. But, like, to us that watches, like, tons and tons and tons right. of wrestling and knows what's great and knows what's bad and what's trash as the like as an avid wrestler fan, He's just not where we want him to be right now. And I agree with Kenny with the chemistry factor. And I think his best matches were with Roman Reigns. But that does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here's my thing. Yeah. He, it's not like these promos are just mind-blowing. It's like, how can Baron Corbin be positioned? Granted, he hasn't actually won anything outside of the U.S. championship. And then he squandered his money in the bank, but... Say, how is Baron Corbin consistently positioned higher up in the upper mid card slash main event? And you got Miz on SmackDown. You can't tell me this dude cuts better promos than Miz because Miz should have touched the WWE Championship like two or three years ago. They completely dropped the ball not putting the strap on him. I agree. It's just, I don't get it. I mean, maybe they're just, they don't really have anybody else on SmackDown to position, put in that position because yeah. Oliver Fiend is a heel. You're not going to really, in terms of how Bray Wyatt's presented, you know, because you're not going to actually have the Fiend talk except for just great <laughs> yell. So I guess you can't, even though he's technically a heel. <laughs> it's like. Is he though? I, like, I'm not going to no, make I the argument is, right on this particular episode, but. Anytime, from reactions, one would think, like, if you're a casual, like, and when I say casual, I'm talking about a super casual wrestling fan. 
and you see the reaction the fans no. getting, you're not thinking that's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you go based on reaction, a lot of these people aren't bad guys. I'm talking about his actual actions, though. Sneak attacks. No, that's that, and, that, and that's why I'm saying like ripping Daniel like, Bryan's hair depending out. Depending on the type of fan. <laughs> yeah, depending on the type of fan. Like if this is a super casual person, like that only you know props in for WrestleMania or Royal Rumble or SummerSlam, and you just know, okay. In theory, bad guys get booed, good guys get cheered, whatever, with the exception being John Cena. You see Fiend come out, and you see the reception he's getting. You're like, is he supposed to be the bad guy? You know what I mean? Like like Joe said, with guys like us who watch this weekly, like diehard fans, yeah, we he's we know he's supposed to be the, uh, the heel. But just saying for those casual fans, like I think an argument could be said you know, any other way. But I digress. I digress. That's that's for another time. You know, I think I gotta pick Braun though if, if he's not wrestling the fiend. Yeah. Cause if he's wrestling the fiend, they might want to do an actual finish. Cause then do you really want the fiend losing twice within a span of two or three months? Yeah. I, I think it's against Bray Wyatt. I, I they they've made sure they said Bray Wyatt and not the fiend when they talk about uh promoting the match at uh, Money in the Bank. So I think this is against Bray Wyatt. Just the whole thing just makes me realize how that's how they uh, dropped the ball with the Wyatt family as as a stable. That's probably like the biggest drop of the ball with a stable that I've seen. Um because yeah. it's like why have Bray lose twice to take her? I get the first time maybe they didn't want to, you know, they didn't want to take her to bounce back. But when the Wyatt family attacked him at Hell in a Cell and then they did that tag match against the Brothers of Destruction, like that's when the Wyatt should have went over. And then Cena made them look like 3MB. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't even, uh, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm assuming yeah. this is going to be the main event. We we saved this for last. Actually, it wasn't the intent, but Seth Rollins is challenging for the WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. Tim, who are you picking? There can be only one, mm. and that one is Drew McIntyre. Mm. There you have it. Boom. Three, mm. two, one. Claymore. Claymore. Drop the mic. <laughs> Next person. Uh, I am going to go oddball here and say AJ catches. <laughs> uh, at this point, uh, I think um, <laughs> it's going to be Drew. Drew's going to come on the top, and then if whoever wins the Money in the Bank at the end of the at the end of the night, they'll walk out with the briefcase, stare at him ominously, and be like, "I can cash here whenever I want. Watch your back, buddy." That type of shit. Yep. It's like pointing at the WrestleMania. Yeah, with a big ass jacket on. Or stopping yeah. the gaze at the Cruiserweight Championship during this tournament. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's what we're fighting right, go for. Go ahead, guys. Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking Drew, too. Uh, I think this might be the only unanimous one I can't speak for. Will. It's just, it's just I, don't, I don't see them taking this wrap off of Drew this early. Um,. Which is why I thought Seth was going to go over because I knew this was probably going to be his first opponent. That's why I thought Seth was going over at Mania against Kale. So I'm glad you want 
Seth look as strong as possible. Yeah. Mm. But. Well, my pick is set on this plan. No, Drew got this one. Um, <laughs> like, realistically, Seth Rollins is like the perfect heel to beat to start to legitimize a title run that you've been waiting for after all this time while you're at this point. Because I feel like right now, Drew McIntyre, right now, is probably better than he ever been. And it's just a shame that we ain't got crowds to really experience it. Cause that, cause Drew McIntyre right now is great. Like everything he did with Brock Lesnar was good. It was believable, and that's the reason I know that Seth is not gonna beat him. No, Seth not gonna beat him right now. Not not right now. He might get it at some point down the road in some other way, but at this point, it, he don't even need it. Honestly, <laughs> Seth Rollins need the belt right now, so he can he can lose and still be credible. So it's okay if he lost this match to McIntyre. Steph needs to go away for a while. He needs to lose think, and like go away for like two months. But he's he's take he's, a break out of SummerSlam. Slam. He's the workhorse. That's all they got. Seth ain't, Seth ain't going nowhere. He ain't already lost a year from injuries. I don't think he's trying to go nowhere. That's just not my thing. I'm not saying I, I kind of like this Messiah. No, I, thing. I, I don't think he's going anywhere either. I, I'm just saying he. He's in that space right now where fans, like even if we were having like, you know, fans at, at events and stuff, he's in a weird space right now. Like they have him being the right heel now. Like, you know what I mean? The the that horrid match he had with the fiend just was kind of it just made him go in the direction that needed to go with him. But you know, that's why I was making such an argument for Roman not too long ago, because I was saying, yo, like if you hated how Roman was getting booked, you can't. I, I, you definitely can't like how Seth Why Rollins has gotten booked. This. Yeah, like he's yes. been booked twice as uh, better oh, than Roman. I wouldn't go that far. Bro, how many? He's been a new multiple time tag team champion. He's had what three different? He's held it three different times in in wait, in twenty nineteen alone. Yeah, Roman unbeat. Everybody clean. He unbeat. Ta- I don't care if he's past his prime. He beat Taker in the main event. That happened. Yeah, that happened. And we thought he retired Taker. He should have probably. Well, shit, Taker probably should retire after the streak. Uh, I'll say okay. So that I mean, he beat Brock. He beat Cena. Mm-hmm. Roman beat all of them without outside help. Seth never beat Cena without help, and he basically Seth jobbed to Cena when he was WWE champion. If you remember that, and C- Cena was a mid card champion. He did, he did. I mean, when they when they put both yeah. titles on, um, they both got booked strong. I wouldn't say twice. I don't think he got booked twice as strong as Roman. I wouldn't say that because like I said Roman got Roman he was in beat, the main event of WrestleMania four he years beat, ago. Um, Nobody other than Hogan did that. Very true, but Seth beat Brock clean. They're what? Second time they had a match? Uh, that was their third match because they randomly had a ba- match at Battleground, which was just a throwaway match five years ago when Taker came back to set up that match at SummerSlam against Brock. Okay. So, like, as, you know, that, that WrestleMania, he basically, it was, it was I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to make that argument right now. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, know, but, I see what you're saying because, like, like you see, he, he did beat Brock clean, and I guess technically Roman 
didn't. If you think about it, now that I thought about that, because uh, Brock had like threw the mm. briefcase at Braun, and then like turned around and got Superman punched and speared. So I guess he did kind of protect Brock in that sense against Roman. Uh, mm-hmm. But I said, if you beat Cena and Taker clean, though, I, you know, and Trips clean. I mean, both of them beat Trips. That's what see. That's why he was AEW. I know we weren't going to reference that show, <laughs> but Moxley was. Oh, you're not going to put me over. Trips with everybody else in the shield over. Yeah, but not so, him. So did Brock. <laughs> I take Moxley is the new CM Punk. Speaking of that Low guy, key. speaking of that ball, guy is, and, and that's the problem right there. This dude is mirroring CM Punk in 2009. Ten years later, right? Like, damn it! Why didn't we have AEW for because CM Punk to go to when he left a couple of years? They were throwing the bag at him too, though. But still, really, he bring they the were still threw a bag at him to go there. Impact threw a bag at him. New Japan threw a crazy bag at him. So imagine, imagine what would have happened if you would have had. Kenny Omega, CM Punk, like, just give him like just let just rest CM Punk for three months and have him show out of nowhere, and New Japan, bro. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, because he said. So wait, be, be, before we go into that rabbit hole, though, did we did we finish? Yeah, I think we all. I think tournament? we all. Yeah. It's unanimous. Yeah. Unanimous NFL countdown. It's unanimous. <laughs> because AEW has seeped into this episode on several different occasions. So just shout to AEW. Because, they must bro, be doing something right. We can't stop talking about you. Oh, like, man. Not to be on their job, but they, they, do, they do so much more with less. It's not, it's not glitzy and glamorous, but it's, yep. bro, it's just, you're right. It's just great timing. On it's quality. Everything is great timing. Like everything is just put in its proper place, and it's yeah. put in a little like bow, and it perfectly fits, bro. Like I can't, I can't even, bro. I can't even. I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not. Gonna... And then, no, back to the stuff. They know, isn't this shirt design basically the same one Punk had at WrestleMania 29 against Taker? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Second City Saint one. It's like, come, yeah. like, bro. <laughs> Stained glass. Uh, yeah. You got you got the long hair. You got the, the beard getting thicker. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, like the Messiah. Only thing, only thing you can miss is the tattoos. <laughs> I like the Messiah, hey, you man. The you start putting the X's on the. Uh... On the gloves, I like know? the Messiah. See, I like Punk's, it a lot. CM Punk's the hacker. You gonna come hey, back and empty arena? <laughs> I actually like him as a heel, and I like what he's doing. Like actually, the Kevin Owens match that he had wasn't wasn't a bad match. That was actually pretty good. You know what I mean? So I, I don't think it's I don't think any of it's like pure trash. You know what I mean? But I, I think it's decent. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought it was good. Nah, what's gonna happen to Seth going to SmackDown? That's the one thing. He, that's the one thing he kind of probably needs. I can't wait to either. He needs he needs that hard reboot. Like, yeah, hot takes. And then they try, and, and then he got so much flack for the Becky thing too. They tried to force that on the fans. Hey, we know you guys are together. Let's show the world. Like, no, you know somebody. Yeah, that was horrible. You know, somebody on this podcast isn't that happy about that, but uh, that's neither here or there. You know, nobody was clamoring for that. Like, uh, I didn't give a damn. Um, 
Nah, they they didn't need that. That was another terrible yeah. feud too last year. Those two versus Lacey and Baron Corbin. Yeah, we yeah. definitely need no. to see that. Let's just not talk about that. <laughs> and you know what? It's not that mixed tag feuds can't work. It's like you just got to pick the, the the two right opponents. Like it should have been like Charlotte and somebody. Like Charlotte and Brock or something. I don't even something like that. That could have worked. Now we're gonna get Charlotte and Andrade. With Selena outside, <laughs> like she don't give a fuck. No, no, she she the I mean, you can barely speak English. She she the translator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the, the main takeaways from this episode <laughs> is. Zelina mm-hmm. is the MVP on the right. Oh, <laughs> Come on, Tucky. Where's Tucky? Is Tucky. <laughs> Hashtag where's uh, Tucky? Hashtag where's Tucky? There can be only one, and that is Drew McIntyre. Yeah. We all like the Messiah, but he's not. Yeah, he's not. She all like the Messiah. And, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> And uh, yeah, man. No, nah, but no, sending him to SmackDown, I think, might make the most sense at this point. It's like he's maybe he's just been on Raw too long. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, now they, they, they've, like Tim said, the forcing with the Becky thing, like, we ain't necessarily, it's not even that they acknowledge it. It's like they didn't, we didn't need that for you, like I was saying. It just, that just didn't work at all. We could have went a different route with that. Because I'm trying yeah. to think. You got different options. Like you said, you sent him to SmackDown, obviously. Because we never saw We haven't seen him in DB in a while. Even though DB is probably going to transition to fewer dates pretty soon from what I've been hearing. Which makes sense, though. Got a second child on the way, so. Wasn't he in a money in the bank match? Yeah, he is. I, I, I dropped. I, I thought I said his name. Yeah, he's in it. Well, oh, what? You know, if you want to, feel free to change your pick. I was. Before we get ready to wrap up, yeah. Possible, no, I'm gonna stick with my same my same pick, but I just got a feeling Daniel Bryan gonna do yeah. something because it's Daniel Bryan. He might get injured, nigga. <laughs> This might be when he take his break. This might be a reason right here. He's boy D. Bryan. Top five. Top five. It's a five, dog. Superhero D. Bryan, Sheamus, and Superhero D. Bryan. This is like the same thing. He would would change his top five like mid-episode. But Sheamus and Superhero D. Bryan was in there. Oh, yeah, no, they were always in there. Then was his main too. He just switched up the other three. Was the Tampa, or he repeat their name like we didn't hear it the first time. And he would call Jack Swagger Swag time. He wouldn't even call him Jack Swagger. I just wish he wouldn't do that. <laughs> it did nothing for Jack. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but it seems like that dude you need to hear on commentary like once a month, and that's it. Like we we don't need weekly Booker T because by. Because by the time he's on that weekly, then they start feeding him lines. I was like, yo, Booker T is actually, if you listen to the dude's podcast and things like that, the dude can talk, obviously, clearly. But yeah, nobody ever told Booker to say Shucky Ducky Quack Quack, okay? <laughs> he did that shit on his own. 
That was Vince. No, that well, that was not Vince. That was Book. When Book get excited, Book, 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 no, Book down some sucking and jabbing. Yeah, bro, you mistake it. Gf fucking bro, don't don't mention Gf bro. Book, okay, not like Book. Book does not have a problem selling out for a check. <laughs> Let me not say that because I might meet Book one day and he might just yeah, he might scrap. He might, he might he might hit it. He might get you with that the way he you can't talk about GI bro with Book man. You know my 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 bad Book. You know you one of my heroes. Did you, I'm, I'm sorry. Did you hear, tell me you didn't just say that? Did you hear him talking about like Byron Saxon and David Otunga on commentary? He's like. <laughs> <laughs> So glad is oh. not gone. Let's not bring him up for he he come up like Candyman. Shit, you just saying his name, right? That say his name once, leave it alone. Completely oh, move past him. Like, you can tell like they ain't never been good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so that's the money in the bank prediction match. Uh, yeah, episode. <laughs> oh man, it's such good stuff. There we go. Booker T. And Hogan, we go after you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. What about the Harlem Heat? What the Harlem Hangover? No. Oh, man. Shout out, shout out to uh, Psycho Sid, though, because apparently the Harlem Heat, did you know what their original gimmick was supposed to be? What was supposed to be? So apparently they were supposed to oh. be like inmates that got out of prison. Oh goddamn! Yeah, and uh, Psycho Sid was like, "No, you're not doing. They're not doing that." I guess he like put his foot down because he he was like top tier talent at the time at WCW. He's like, "No, nah, they're not debuting like that." He pulled up on Creative, Yo, told them that's not speak, the gimmick. Speaking of, have y'all checked out? That ain't the one, BB. Uh, well, now the Revolt on uh, the Chris Jericho podcast. Y'all check that out. Please go listen to that. That's one of the dopest. I, like, I was not yet. Not to say your word, Tim. The chicanery of Vince McMahon and creative for what they wanted these guys to do is unbelievable. At like it is it the moment you hear his idea to kind of evolve the revival, you're gonna be like, oh my god, this nigga's lost it. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kind of touching on it earlier. If you look at the pictures they had up on Twitter, like, I didn't go full in. So, yeah, you're right, though, about Vince, that. Vince. They did talk about the actual. Yeah. And I I blame I blame this COVID bullshit because Vince, the XFL was working this time. And then it killed I it. I was sitting there like it was doing huge, crazy, super duper numbers, like NFL numbers. I'm not saying that. But it was working. It was doing much better than it did the last time. And here comes this COVID bullshit, and Vince had to put his hand right back in the cookie. What do you mean? Y'all fault, son. Yeah. America screwed America screwed them niggas because uh first of all, <clears throat> the XFL died a death that was so unfair, like an abrupt. It was like a Friday the thirteenth death. Like the guy was just about to get some trim, <laughs> and here comes Jason hacking in the slash. He was just, in mid-stroke. You dead, nigga. Like that was the XFL. That's that's the XFL right there. In mid-stroke, you die. Just a, a machete out of nowhere, and and that was it. That just meant it wasn't meant to be, Vince. It's it's a sad reality, but the world was against you this time. It wasn't even the fans or the money. It was literally the world. So, so instead of him trying to create a, a, a 
federation in his image for football. I hope he just goes and tries to, you know, get some ownership in the football team or something like that and do it that way. Uh, so he's big. How about fuck that and you put your money into some MMA? I said that too. I, I told him, I'm yeah, totally waiting on him to buy Bellator. Like, just go ahead and do it. Seriously. At this point, that's the only way we're going to get Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Yep, and I would love to see that in the cage, and he can make money off that pay per view money, and still had a network. Vince, come on now. Now that's such good shit. I mean, that's yeah, that's the only way we're seeing it because at this point, it's like we're gonna have Bobby Lashley go over Roman on pay per view, but then he gonna lose <laughs> on Raw to go see you gonna face Brock. Ooh. That dynamic, like, yeah, that's how you evolve wrestling. You buy MMA too, and have your wrestlers that's real greedy get in the cage, and you yeah. got to pay fifty dollars to see yeah. them. Yeah, Vince, what are you doing? Holler at me. We on hot take. We got Twitter handles <laughs> and IGs and shit. Yeah, Vince, like, let yeah, rock. Hashtag let so, rock in the cage. Right. Uh, he will, Hashtag Vince he will, they, If you can. He got the bread. No, they just sold him. No, not saying he don't got the money. They, they just got uh, one of top tier executives sold some shares. So they got some bread now. They should be straight. I know Triple H sold Buku shares. So NXT fin- mm-hmm. Yeah, Triple H, yeah. Triple H sold like 20,000 shares or something. Damn. Yeah, so, they, they, so they, this, they are getting ready to make some type one, of One, there was talks about having the app for like another two or three years and then dropping and go back to the review buys. But then somebody shut that shit down immediately. Then it was talks about um, Vince wanted to focus more so by putting it the app in with something else, like combining fight with the WWE app or combining like one of them joints or whatever. But then he thought about it. AEW goes on fight. They also go on uh, Bleach Report, all that shit. So it's a bunch of shit. It's a bunch of rumors going on. Nobody got no concrete evidence. It is, but you know, I, I I think I've said this from the start, just for the for wrestling as a whole, not just WWE, but as a whole, the network should have been licensing these other you know promotions and and putting their events up on the network as well. You mean to tell me you don't think wrestling fans aren't going to go and purchase the network if they know they can see both WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, New Japan, uh, and TNA? You know what I mean? Program to change the price, and they said like to introduce Ring of Honor stuff. They said basically they're going to change that to fourteen ninety nine or something. And, yeah. and they'll pay that. I, I think it's a, it's a market for that. Like I don't I, I don't know why, you know, it's this whole thing of oh we just want to do our product. Like if anything, it's gonna it's gonna force you to make your product better, which is what you should want. But at the same time, these other places, it's not gonna have the the level of quality as yours. So you got an advantage in that arena, but you still winning because you still have a monopoly on wrestling as a whole. You know what I'm saying? You're still making money off of everybody. And I don't see a, a, a issue with that. I don't know why. You know, but oh, this God, is the God, same God, guy God, that no, Let's get out of here. Let's so get out of here. That's just <laughs> let's never not mention that. That is. <laughs> <laughs> damn it, Vince. So, God damn it, Vince. 
And that's what people and that's that listen why over here one, got his talents openly mocking God right now. The Money Night yeah. Messiah, the Almighty, the Almighty, the Glorious by the You got Keith Lee basking his glory. Basking yeah, his glory. The, the list goes on and on. I might be small. His son-in-law. Yeah. Two of them was niggas, man. His son-in-law. How, how could I forget? His son-in-law running around calling himself the king. The- <laughs> Hey, but we, let's go oh, ahead and put a button yeah. in this one because <laughs> yeah. that'll because that's such good shit and it'll no, go on for yeah, another. You are right. let's, let's wrap this up. Wrap this shit up, B. Oh All right. man, all right. Let's see. Let's see. So uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I want to thank everybody for getting on here. We got evolution as a whole on here this time around. Okay, got the boy Whiskey Sour Kenny. Whiskey Sour, can you tell the people your Instagram handle? That's the moment it was at Whiskey Sour Kenny. It might change to Craft Beer Kenny or Craft Beer Poppy, something. Who knows at this point? All right. So we will let y'all know if it does. I don't know what it's going to change to. Oh, God. So we'll let them know, but for now, (laughs) it's Whiskey Sour Kenny. Will. King of the Black Robe. Let them know where they can find you, young man. You can find me at King of the Black Robe on Instagram. Uh, William J- w- William St. Jameson on Facebook. And it's an interesting story behind that name. But if you ever add me, I'll tell you later. Um, I know I'm on... I am on... on uh, goddamn, <laughs> what's the shit? Twitter? I forgot my Twitter handle. What is it? Let me look at it real quick. Right. Well, while he's finding his Twitter handle, Mr. Joe, you tell the people where they can find you on social media. J-O-E-F-R-E-E-L-O-N, three lowercase size, at whatever social media site you're looking for. You know, my Tinder handle is Ray for smack it down on that candy ass. <laughs> that's real. That's real deep. <laughs> uh, I, I'm on Soul Swipe too. Uh, Are you on Soul, Soul Swipe, Swipe too, or just Tinder? Uh, it is Black Line. Yeah. Soul Swipe don't do black women <laughs> what? justice. What? At least in Chicago. Soul Swipe. Soul All Swipe right, do not do black women justice in Chicago. <laughs> ah, moving right along. Will, did you get your Twitter handle? It's W Jameson 2020. Alrighty, alrighty. And you can find your boy Old Man Logan on Instagram at Old Man Logan83. You can find me on Twitter at Legend Killer Zoe. You can find the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast on Instagram at Hot Take Wrestling. And you can also find us on Twitter at Wrestling Take. All right. We are on all, well, not all, but we're on. It's it's a shitload of DSPs that the Hot Take Wrestling show can be listened to. Mainly Anchor, but we're also on SoundCloud. We're also on Spotify. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. And I don't know if it's on iHeartRadio, but it may be on there very soon. And it's on Pandora. So boom, pal, surprise. Get in tune. Listen to the Hot Take Wrestling podcast show. And uh, yeah, man, make sure you subscribe. And we're going to try to get to our weekly recaps of episodes soon. So just be listening out for that. But until then, here, take that right there. What's that?
the you Money in the Bank on the way out. Wrestling Predictions Match Episode. Take that. You did just say take that. You just told, you just told oh. everyone that's listening to take that. But at a, at a, at a, but at a distance. Wait for it. Pause. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. In <laughs> <laughs> the words, in the illustrious words Man, of Russell Simmons, thank you for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. The Hot Take Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by the NMG Network, a division of NMG Enterprises, LLC.